Google Chromes. It's better than that old Internet Explorer. Not even Firefoxes. No, I don't use the Firefoxes. Uh, that's too dangerous. I don't want them running around getting catching my cousins. They can get a bite their ankles. So I get the Google Chromes. That the Chrome pipes on my truck. Okay, welcome everybody to the Squares of the Roundtable podcast. Okay, yours truly, Jivan Ivan, over here with Mike. Howdy. And with Jeff. How are we all doing today? Yes, it's uh, that time once again where we give you uh, news that you can or cannot use, but not necessarily. No, that's the other show. Or whatever. (laughs) That's the other show. Okay, That's yeah. That's later. Another show we do. All right, well, you this know. Is, I, I, not I, now. It's, it's, Monday, it's Monday. We're doing this thing, and uh, I guess uh, my mind just kind of wandered off. Thing. It just wandered off. Okay, anyway. See, that's what happens when you have dementia. Anyway, but anyway. You dementia? No, I don't have dementia. Of course I not. I was, making, say, I thought you I was making a demented. joke. No, no. That would be, de- I'm demented, yeah. Don't get dementia, but I am demented. You know, and uh, you can't you can't have me hanging around with fools because I just want to be one. <laughs> well, if you were hanging around with fools, I figured that you probably took up that uh, that snow shoveling job up in Green Bay. Twelve bucks <laughs> an hour right before the game. You can shovel shovel snow in Green Bay for twelve bucks an hour at eight o'clock in the morning. Oh boy! I'll do it for free, uh, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, I, I just want to be on the field where Aaron Rodgers is. Yeah, well, I don't have to worry about the snowman. They got other people out here do that here. I don't have to go outside do nothing. Yeah, I was going to say, in this city, we pay people for that. We don't, we right. don't like, like make the fans come out and do that. We have, like, people. <laughs> it's the, pe- it's remember- the team of the people, man. Uh-huh, it's the yeah. team of the people. Pass the cheese curds. Yeah, yeah, man. Really. You know, I do not like cheese curds. Really? No. You don't they like cheese curds? In fairness, they're not bad. Yeah. I, I, I like them. I like cheese. I oh, know. I like cheese. I, mean, I like all it, kinds of cheese. I don't like cheese heads. Really? Cheese oh. curds is no different than, like, mozzarella sticks. Same yeah. idea. No, yeah. no well, I mean, mozzarella sticks and cheese curds, the only difference is that one's breaded and one's not quite so breaded. You know, it's like... Wait, what? <laughs> I knew you always going to catch me on that. I said one is breaded and one is not quite so breaded. <laughs> that, that, Just deep fried. It's all the same. Anyway, so this week is not all the same shit. (laughs) So neither of us watched the games. I'll watch the playoff games on Sunday. I'm not in a bad. No, I watched. I watched the other games. I just didn't watch the Packer game. I yeah, well, yeah, that's, because, that's because Jeff hates the Packers. He no, will I not had something watch to do. I actually had something to do. I actually had a. Oh yeah, well you know you know you hate the Packers. Well, well I you've had a long running hatred of the Packers. So as far as I've known you, Jeff, you've always had a long running hatred with the well, Packers. Well, it's fact that he has something better to do. Well, that's <laughs> that true. That better than something. I had something better to do. Well, I had that's toast, good. I had a Toastmaster meeting. I decided to go to that. Yeah, well, that's go. good. I'm glad you did something constructive instead of hating on yeah, the Packers. Well, I mean, what, what is possibly constructive about watching the Green Bay Packers? 
Well, nothing. Nothing well, is good. Well, there you go. Watching the Green Bay Packers. I, I'd rather watch paint dry than watch the Green Bay Packers. I'd rather... Uh, uh, you know, I don't know about that. You know, I'd rather sit on a razor blade naked before I watch the Packers or okay, suck my no, nose no, in. No, no, before my head caves in, you know. No, don't, before I, I watch I found, the Packers. Okay, you've now announced two things I would rather watch the Green Bay Packers than do. <laughs> <laughs> At least two. <laughs> At least two. There are a few other things. I mean, I just you know, I would rather sit in front of my window, uh, looking at my neighbor while sitting here, nothing but a shirt, than watch the Green Bay Packers. That's a toss-up. <laughs> depends on what my neighbor looks like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there, 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 there are no, there are no beauties out here. I'll tell you that. Well, I'm gonna go. Except for you, Ivan. You're a beauty. Uh, You're a gem of a person. Oh, He's dead I'm sexy. A real, I'm a real jewel. I know that's right, man. <laughs> I just don't understand how... I mean, it's not... Look, let's be honest. You know, you'd win two, you'd win two if, ever, if, everyone, if every woman was bigger than the offensive line. <laughs> I mean, you know how many Packer jokes there are in the world. One, oh, kidding! I know. Well, well, see, you know that's why they sell them in. The, that's why they sell them in the tourist uh, attractions when you go across the Wisconsin line and everything. Everything you need to know about the Packers. Do, but do the, they understand? The reason why we let them win is because we know they have nothing better to do. Well, Other you than, know. otherwise, they're drunk with their firearms, shooting each other to death. That or they're the just visiting, oh, that or they're visiting the hundred and fifty bars on every block, you know. Yeah, seriously, just 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 uh, go ahead and celebrate the fact that being drunk and stupid is uh is actually a, a, their national pastime. You know, it's like okay. When you say that, you're not kidding. There was a there was a um <laughs> there was there was a there was a sur- I don't remember if it was a poll or a survey or some sort of scientific thing. And of uh, the, the top twenty drunkest cities in America is Green Bay, Wisconsin. Well, no. Green Bay, Wisconsin. No, 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 no. Let's not, let's not even talk Green Bay, Wisconsin. Of the top twenty, only three were outside of the state of Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> like only three. Yeah. Why? Why is it that? I, I why is why am I not the least bit surprised? <laughs> they even write songs about it. I know. They, it's like between the cheese and the polka and the Green Bay Packers and the. Why the fuck do you want to hang around in Wisconsin? I oh, I I know one good thing that's good in Wisconsin and probably the only redeeming thing in Wisconsin is Dairy Con. <laughs> Last okay. year when I saw Weird well, Al, it was two years ago when we saw Weird Al. Uh, okay, yeah, you guys saw Weird the Al. Beer okay, barrel. I did the beer. He did the beer barrel polka. There, there are, in fairness, there are some good. There's still some good things over in Wisconsin. It's, well, okay, it's, okay, but, but okay. Like, Maybe I'm being crude. I guess, I guess, uh, taking into effect that, yeah, I could. I like going to Wisconsin Dells in the off season and and buy up all of their uh, all of their uh, second hand off season at Wisconsin Dells. Oh my gosh! Are you kidding? Indoor it's a, water it's a, parks? Are they all indoor now? Huh? No. no. Are they all indoor no, now? No, no, no. Not all. No, of them. The, no. The reason the reason why I go in the off season is one, I avoid the crowds. Two, uh, the um, 
the uh, secondhand stores and the antique shops are ripe for the picking of all manner of things I want to collect. Did you get your microphone it, yet? Uh, yes, I have it. Hmm. Oh, you saw, you, I think I put a, I posted a picture of it, but I got to post a better picture oh, you of it. Oh, you the new one? Okay. On, uh, on on Instagram, yeah, that's that's I'll I'll put a better picture up. Yeah, yeah it's, I, it's I wouldn't cool. mind going to the Dells again. The Kalahari was fun. Well, I like the Kalahari. It's expensive, Kalahari. but it was fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I would Scott's better... Dells is almost as expensive as like going to Disney World at this point. No, well, come you know, on, especially... that's an exaggeration. Okay, fine. Well, well, no, 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 no. I have to, I have to give credence to Jeff's statement because having gone there as of recent. And yeah, I mean, yeah, even in the off season, you know, you got the people in the Wisconsin Dells and I'm telling you, okay, besides everything growing by leaps and bounds and making the water park central of the world uh, of the United States. And uh, on top of that, they got, I mean, every hotel, motel or whatever is attached to some kind of water park or some kind of amusement park or something. It's obscene uh, how it it has changed in the last 20 years it's crazy and um as my daughter soraya went up there just last year with her family and uh you know so and they all went to the kalahari and she was telling me man everything there dad was real expensive uh yeah well you know they that's but that's how they make their money is through the Uh tourist you know they make their money you know i mean if you don't if you don't do Paul Bunyans, which I love going to Paul Bunyans. Have you guys ever been to Paul Bunyans in the Wisconsin Dells? Boy, no. you know, I got to tell you, I hate to tell you the last time I went to the Wisconsin Dells. I might have been a teenager. I, I haven't <laughs> been in, like, probably 30 years. Okay, well, all right, all right. Then then, then I guess no, then this conversation wouldn't happen. Well, no, no, it's fine. I'm just laughing because well, it's like... is, Explain to us what Paul Bunyans is about. Yeah, go ahead. Well, no, Paul Bunyan, Paul Bunyan, Paul Bunyan, <laughs> Paul Bunyan, Paul Bunyan's Bunyan's. Bunyan's. <laughs> he did ten times quick. <laughs> yeah, he was a <laughs> but, uh, right defensive end. Yeah. Paul Bunyan's. Okay, they make their donuts right on site. They got the best sugar donuts, fresh hot sugar donuts. Not to mention their buffet tables, which of course they have all manner of breakfast and and things that you would want to eat, you know, and then of course they got the trading post, they got the big wooden bear that you could take pictures with, you know, and crazy stuff like that. Then, um, you know, Ripley's Believe It or Nuts is uh, still there in the main drag. Um, the, uh, you know, they do have a number of things that are still open year round, but with the exception of the water parks, I, but once you get the water parks happening in, uh, when they open up the season in, uh, in May, then it's a, it's a shit show. It becomes this. It becomes. Yeah, I would imagine. It, it becomes the equivalent of Las Vegas. Yeah, just super busy. You know, at yeah. night, it's just gets crazy, and then that's when the prices skyrocket everywhere you go. I mean, but you know, but then that's just, again that's that's their commerce. That's how they make their money. But for you know, a guy like me, you know, I go in the off season. I go to the secondhand shops and I I check out all the toys I want to check out. I check out all the records I want to check out, all the electric uh, gear I want to check out, or you know, certain clothes. Like I got a, the, the the jacket that um the blue jean jacket I'm wearing currently actually came from Wisconsin Dells on an off day, and uh, it cost me fifteen dollars, and it fit me. Yeah, that's as... that's that's because it came from a three hundred pound woman. Exactly. <laughs> but but the beauty of it was when I went up to the. Something. 
uh, no, no, no. <laughs> when I went up to the, uh, when I went to the, when I went up to the counter with it, and she goes, "Oh yeah, that, that was that was a one owner jacket too." And like, oh wow, it's like it's almost new. She goes, "Yeah," said she only wore it like maybe a couple of times, and then she just didn't care for it anymore. So I'm like, that shit, more for me. You're wearing a woman's jacket? <laughs> yeah. Wait, well, I was really kind of joking. So wait, you no, no, her? no. It's 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 a it's a it's a it's a blue jean jacket. It's one of those stories that you know. That's but she said that's where it originated from. Who knows? Maybe she wore it. Maybe her husband wore it. I don't know. I don't no, know. No, no. We. I'm with Mike on this one. She owned it. Okay, well that's what she said. Yeah. I so understand. I just, okay. There okay. Are so styles between a man's jacket and a woman's jacket. You know, I was yeah. joking about that it could have come from a woman, a 300 pound woman. I'm beginning <laughs> well, to think that's not a that, joke well, Then I just, confer, I just confirmed what you what you believe. I know. I, you know, I do <laughs> feel bad making those jokes, but I mean, what? It's but like, don't be, you make feel, why are you feeling bad? Well, because, you know, Come I despise these jokes. I just, at the same time, I always just kind of laugh, because Wisconsin, it's just like, you know, it's, you make all those jokes dude, about the fact that they don't it's lack. It's easy to do, though, because they don't care. To make fun of people in Wisconsin and the things they do in Wisconsin, it's easy to do, because they they, they don't care, you well, know? Not only I mean, that, they lack indoor plumbing. You know, <laughs> see what I mean? I mean, you know, but then um, so yes, there are plenty people. of civilized regions in the <laughs> state of Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah, there's only like five of those. You, you want a lack of indoor plumbing? Go to Puerto Rico. For, <laughs> to, to yeah, they're in bad shape a, with those. There's a reason now. why. Look, there's huh? a reason why this, why the, why the, why the people of Green Bay own the team. No one else wants that piece of shit. <laughs> oh. Shout out to James Holzauer for booing Green Bay last week. I can't wait yeah, to watch that, the Jeopardy. Yeah, that was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah, we're watching that was I, cool. I, I, tomorrow. I that's tomorrow, that. and we're we're recording tonight. But tomorrow is the part four of the Jeopardy greatest of all time. But it's the same day. It's the crisis finale. So I love to DVR one and watch the other. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched the I watched the first episode of of uh, Goat, which. Uh, was was fabulous. It was good. To, it was good yeah. to see some of the the guys come back and just amazing, amazing show. I mean, I'm a big Jeopardy fan. I love Jeopardy. Yeah, I was all. I'm all on Team James, man. Um, okay. It's sad though that we're, I'm watching partly because it's like I don't know how much time Alex Trebek has, and that's kind of morbid so, thinking about let me, it. But let's well, it, well, that's not morbid. It's it's just poignant now because it's like yeah, now every show he's on, you know, could be his last show. So you want to make sure you don't miss that moment in time i want to throw this a different direction though because because i've been thinking about this for a little bit and i asked a couple people nobody's got a good answer for this okay who takes over for alex trebek probably nobody no you know that's there's too much money in doing a syndicated jeopardy show you know that yeah but see but the only thing is though usually whatever happens especially in game shows at least to my experience, usually, you know, you get used to the people that do the game shows over a number of years and everything. And then once they get a new person in there, it's just, okay, good example. Uh, Vanna White took over for Pat Sajak. When he had his surgery, yeah. 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 And I like her better. No, and, I like and, Pat. And, you know, and and so my I parents kept better. saying, my parents, my parents kept saying, yeah, she's good, but she's not Pat. I agree. Well. Okay, you only gave her like a couple of weeks, and she hasn't had nearly the amount of time. She's had thirty years well, to learn the game. 
He's to got watch face that Jack. Come on. Well, there is a difference between letter turning and doing that. Well, okay, but you would you think that you would be watching for thirty years from the wing? Well, she didn't do a bad Pat job. Pat was able to swing it. Right. I mean, you would think that know, some of that would have rubbed off on her some kind of no, way. No, I mean, because you no, come on, man. You 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 do your own. You're working on your own thing. I mean, in fairness, so, she's getting more work so out than getting that back anyway. to your question. Uh, I think it might be like have to be one of the talk show hosts. Or yeah. maybe, well, Drew Carey and Wayne Brady have cut their niche in with Let's Make a Deal and Price is Right. And they do right. great at their jobs on that right. show. That's why, that's why I was kind of like, you know, as much as I understand where you're coming from, Ivan, I mean, Drew Carey but, just walked straight into Price is Right and has been. He's been, well, yeah, he's been great. He owns now. it. Drew yeah. Carey owns it. And I will give it to Drew Carey. For owning it, okay? Right. Uh, you need give that somebody to, right? who it makes sense. But let's see. Also, too, the element of The Price is Right and all the rest of those shows and things like that, you know, there is still a lot of a fun element attached to those type of shows. Whereas with Jeopardy, you've got an intellectual sensibility to that show, which not everybody's going to be able to just walk into. I'll tell you who I thought would be good, but he's too obscure. Is um, what's his name from the Food Network? That Alton Brown. You're right. I have never the heard guy, of him. the guy, the science, like the guy who does all like the science stuff with the food. And he, yeah, like, he's a, he's a little energetic, but I think he'd he'd make it, you know, give a different That's, atmosphere to Jeopardy. It doesn't have to become right. like extreme Jeopardy, you know, with flashing right, lights right. and that shit. But, I oh, but then you know, how about Bill Nye, the science guy? No, yeah. he's not a talk show host. I don't well, think he is good at interacting. I don't know about him. No? Okay. Well, it's um, more, you know, at Jeopardy, it's more than just science. I mean, it's art, literature, no, poet, you know. And... So we would need to have a guy in there that was just, just as wide open to everything as Trebek is. And, um, you know, but that that's, that's those are awfully big shoes to fill, though. Oh, I, don't, I didn't disagree. Like I said, I was just kind of like sitting here going, because you know, you know that this is not dead. They're just not going to just. Jeopardy's no, Jeopardy is going to live on. Oh, no, right. Jeopardy's going to live on. Will it be the same after Trebek's gone? We'll never know until we see. Let's just hope that when they curate it, you know, to get that person to do that show that did, they, they keep it. Now, did, did Alex Trebek take over for Art Fleming or was there someone in between? Wow, I have no idea. No, Art Fleming, he took over for Art Fleming. Yeah. I don't even know who Art Fleming is. Our Fleming was the original guy uh, on okay. Jeopardy. Yeah. The again. only reason I know that is the Weird Al song. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I, I remember. Like, like, I okay. Before, this is right? how far back I go with Jeopardy. I remember Our Fleming. Because they also had another, they used to have another show which was called It's Academic on Channel 7, which, of course, was kind of a junior version of Jeopardy. Or you could have Jeff Foxworthy saying, are you smarter than a fifth grader? No. <laughs> you know, I think John Cena's doing that show now. Really? <laughs> I thought the last I heard John Cena was doing, are you smarter than a fifth grader? That show's still on? Holy shit. Somewhere. I can't remember where. I used to have the board game. We played it one Christmas, I think. Oh, the, you know who might be family. able to do it? What's his name? That guy from... Who's the? Oh, I can't remember the guy's name. Um, how, about, how about Mark Summers? Mark Summers. Some oh, someone oh. hit the buzzer. Yeah. 
Not yeah, me. Mark Summers from, uh, you know, from Nickelodeon. Mark Summers. Yeah, that, wow. No. Boy, that's been a long time. Wow, well, here comes time. the bucket of slime. If you yeah. don't get the double yeah. jeopardy. <laughs> Daily double, wrong. <laughs> oh, now that, now that would be something. <laughs> that would be great. You know, okay? I mean, come on. Would you not think that, would you not think that'd be fun? Would you not think that'd be fun? Yeah, okay. that's a different Fine. show. Come on. That's an that would be a different show, show, but that would be a fun show. Okay. Well, somebody you know, who was, I think, like, you know, I'm not saying someone who would copy Alex's style, but no, someone's but... got to be a little kind of, you know, kind of straight-laced, but can, you can swing it a little in the funnies when you needed to. You know? How about, oh, God, who's the guy who does that America shows, Says show on, on the Game Show Network? Uh, oh. He was in... Uh, Yes, yeah, so you guys don't have cable. I forget. I have What's cable. I just don't network? watch it. I have, I have the Game Show Network. Yeah, two guys that don't. Two guys that don't watch. Now I got. I don't watch the Game Show guy. Network. I like to some watch sometimes watching the old reruns, like with Wink Martindale and yeah. Richard Dawson, mm-hmm. Chuck Woolery, John Michael Higgins. That's the guy. That guy might be able to do it. He's he was he's done some. Uh, Trying to remember what he's been in. Oh, he's been. He. Oh, that's the guy from Pitch Perfect. The guy from Pitch Perfect and Fred Claus, and he's been in quite. He's been in a few movies, but he. He's not bad. If you never get a chance, I mean that that or Mike that America Says show is is halfway decent. I mean, I'll tell you right now, he's you know, he's a little more straightly. Well, yeah. What? Not, speaking of which, speaking of game shows, what happened to that? Press your luck reboot. Did it not go through or ratings? Oh no, it, it did. They're only doing it in the summer. Oh, okay. It's just a They only did a small it. run. Okay. They only did a small uh, run and that's all just summer. Alright. Yeah, yeah, that's all that's all summer replacement. Will shit. it be back next summer? This yes. summer? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they cool. already, yeah, no, they did well with it. It okay. did it did okay. Um, I mean it's still over the top then from the original Press Your Luck, but still good. Yeah, you know what? As it's kind of funny, as the episodes got further in, it got better. So I'm I was kind of bummed that it finished when it did because I was like, you know, honestly, it was just finding its uh, its niche. But right. um, by the way, did you guys see the thing? Uh, Oh, I guess we won't use it. We won't save it for News of the Square, but uh, we won't use it for News of the Square now. You saw the thing about the, the the woman who they were in sudden death in the Canada one, and they asked her uh, about the Popeyes. Yeah, thing. that's gone viral. The Popeyes question. Yeah, I'd explained yeah. it to a family member today. Where where she said chicken instead of spinach. Yeah, <laughs> she buzzes in. She buzzed in too quick and. Well, she, no, she didn't buzz in too quick. No, she didn't buzz in too quick. But she, she just what is? Yeah, exactly. She, Ivan, you obviously don't know what we're talking about. But it's like it's like you, you the two people go up to the host and they have their buzzers and he asks the question and who buzzes in first? Mm-hmm. And she's and who is what is Popeye's favorite food? She buzzes in. And she goes chicken. And she does a little dance, but she's wrong. It's and then spinach. the other guy buzzes in spinach. Well, the other thing is, it's in, it's in sudden death votes. There's only yeah. one answer. Yeah. So whoever whoever gets the answer wins the game and goes to play for fast money for twenty thousand. Right. So right. she hits the buzzer first. 
It says chicken, and she's all dancing around. She and thinks she like, got it. She nailed it. She thinks she got it. Now, in fairness, in fairness, Popeyes gave them a ten thousand uh, dollar gift certificate for 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 their food hmm. as a result know. of that. So they're having a Popeyes chicken party, I guess. Yeah, well, that's good publicity for Popeyes. Than that. Yeah, good publicity. Yeah, you well, can't. I would you can't, imagine you can't pay for that good of publicity. Rig, seriously. No, no, no. Honestly, no. they could make some more money too. Uh, you know, Popeyes could make some more money on that if they did like uh, an ad where it was like they did the family food thing and she said chicken, and then they had her look all depressed and somebody walked up and gave her like a chicken sandwich or yeah, something. Yeah, she could get hired by Popeyes and uh, for commercials. Right. She can wear a chicken suit. Like Big Al's toy barn, like an obnoxious. uh, (laughs) What are you thinking about, Stroker Ace? Do you need a little. Right, yeah, Burt Reynolds and Stroker Ace. Do you need a little leg? Come to Popeyes. Do you want a little breast? Do you want a little leg? Do you want a little thigh? Come to Popeyes. Okay, thank you, Ivan. We appreciate it. (laughs) Why don't you get (laughs) shut down? Next time you play the chicken dance at your next uh, DJ gig, just uh, sing along with it. Yeah, really. If we, I have. If we, if we asked you to play the chicken dance at one of your gigs, you'd be like, oh, hell no. But, you're, but on the show, oh, let's just go do it. Well, why not? It's fun. If our show's fun, we can do is, that. Is it fun? Yeah. Okay. You know what, Mike? We need to show up at one of his gigs and go, I want the electric slide. The electric slide. Well, guess what? I've done the electric slide. In fact, I did the electric slide at uh, Mathers last week. Well, not last week. The week yeah, before that's that. better, Mike. Let's go that way. Freebird. 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 Uh, oh, shout out to Neil Pert, God rest his soul. Mm. What am I? I wasn't a big uh, fan of Rush, but a friend of mine was. It was like his first concert ever at Alpine when they went and saw Rush, and yeah, they uh, yeah, that was that's and uh, that, that was our closing song, Ivan, for the longest time on the morning show was a song by Neil Pert that right. started out with that. Uh, yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, that was a song by Neil Peart. Well, here's here's the here's the beauty of that situation. I mean, looking on the on the on the on the uh, the face laps and uh, Insta growth, um, it was like people were just like, you know, and, and why is this a thing where when a person dies, especially an artist, a singer, whatever, dies, that all of a sudden, you know, the the, the poo pooing starts. You know, oh, you know, yeah, I wasn't a big fan. And, you know, anybody who listened to Rush, oh, well, maybe that's their thing. But, you know, I didn't think Pert was a big deal. And well, I got... listen to me. I don't understand music. Wow. My feed was not like that at all. No, it's quite the opposite. Like, yeah, everyone became I, a Rush fan. Totally the opposite. Yeah. Maybe it's because you're with all the music people who are all the music snobs. Yeah, all the music snobs. <laughs> Well, you know, but but for me, you know, I, I I mean, I wasn't not a huge Rush fan, but I'm a respectful Rush fan. I mean, Neil Peart, let's face it, he was articulate, he was um, inventive, he was imaginative, and put this way, anybody that could go ahead and play over thirty sets of drums and and, and twenty sets of cymbals mixed in with utter percussion in an island. Yeah, his drum kit was obnoxious. <laughs> yeah, but kit. could he do it underwater? Yes, right, exactly, yeah. 
Well, you know, if you, it kind of reminds me of that. Kind of reminds me of the show we did about uh, who was that? It was a trip in like Australia where you could see Kiss underwater. Was that? Yes, I, yes, we talked about that. On yes, yes. Yeah, so, you know, maybe that was something Neil Peart should have done. Maybe that might have been a thing, but I don't know. He, he could have done it, and it might have been interesting because, damn, did you you you've seen the kid, haven't you? Yeah, there's a spaceship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fucking spaceship well, is mean, what like, it is. If you grew up, it's like there's three guys you're thinking about on drugs. You're thinking about you're thinking about Neil Peart, the the guy who I can't remember his name from Jeff Leppard who only has one arm. Okay. And then, um and Phil Collins. That's about it. As far right? as famous drummers go, yeah, I think. Yeah, famous so. drummers. Well, then Lars. Lars. There's there Lars. Well, 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 then you had cozy. You had cozy Powell. You had uh, a, <laughs> was you know, there's a there's a lot of okay back back in the day. I'm talking about current. Yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. Currently, there was Ginger Baker, and he just passed. That's okay. Let's try this again. How about <laughs> from the eighties beyond? Eighties <laughs> to current. Let's try this again. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Sheila E. I forgot. Because nothing beats watching Sheila E. and tight outfits. Like well, that's because you're, that, 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 that's, that, that's because that's because you, you're, you're always coloring in the lines with the women. You know, it's like, yeah, okay, yeah, she, yeah, she's a drummer and she's a woman too. <laughs> I didn't say that. You did. I know, but no one's around going around saying Sheila E. is an amazing drummer. She's a competent drummer. Well, she was taught by Tito Puente, so yeah, he's yeah, actually she's quite good. good. Huh. She's actually good. quite good, right. and she still and she still teaches, by the way. Okay, well, good for her. Yeah, so, although it's yeah. kind of funny because it's like now that I'm sitting there, I'm just like, okay, how quick? Even as far back as the '90s, okay, who are the next dr- hot drummers? I, have no well, I don't idea. think I don't think the focus. I don't think the focus was as much on the instrumentalists as say the bands themselves. Anyway. I, well, yeah, rest in peace, Neil Peart. Well, I mean, like, even, like, the, what, the 90s, I mean, you had, what, Slash? I mean... Well, he's a guitarist, obviously. He's a guitarist. Well, right, I'm just saying, but at least you look at guitarists. Dave Grohl. Like, okay. Yeah, Dave Grohl. Oh, wait, what's it call it? Um, who's the... Uh, who's the guy from... Who's the, the drum guy from... Uh, oh, God, that band in the 90s. He was dating a Carmen Electra for a while. Well, I don't Same. know. <laughs> Dude, you're not helping. <laughs> I can't remember his name. Uh, Dave Grohl? Is Dave yes, Grohl from the from about? from Nirvana. Yeah. Uh, who later Dave went out to become part of the Google Okay, Dolls, maybe Dave yeah. Grohl. Maybe Dave Grohl is who is on there. And then isn't the guy... Isn't Pete Wentz from Fallout Boy? Isn't he the drummer? Yeah. Okay. You got yeah that, that yeah. I think I just stumped both of you. Do you even know what Fallout Fall Boy is? Yes, I know who Fallout Boy is. My Thank niece you. does. Uh-huh. <laughs> niece. Yeah, I know who Fallout Boy is. Mm-hmm. Right up there with Lincoln Park and all the rest of them. You know, that's yeah. not with Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park is pre nineties. No. Yeah, Lincoln Park is like early two thousands, man. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? You really want me to go look this up? 
<laughs> Do you really want me to be Mr. Music Guy? Okay, so we're a half hour in, so how was everybody's weekend? Snow. Let's start with you, Jeff. Snow. More snow. Yeah, well, we got like only got like two inches here. They were calling for almost a foot. I know, but it was and just we got like two a inches. Mess. It was like ugh, I'm not getting. Was ice it on only, top it of only, it? It only goes to show you one more time, and I will say it one more time: meteorologists are the best paid liars out there. Yeah, they're but not with liars, that, they're guessers. Yeah. Okay, well, they're the best paid guessers out there. Okay. Well, then how come we don't do that? That'd be simple. We can make up a whole bunch of shit. Yeah, it's gonna be this. Yeah, we can go ahead and open up the window, stick our finger out, and say, "Yeah, it's cold, yeah, and it's wet. All those cool, that cool it rains, and I can draw on the window a funny face." And that <laughs> man is playing Galga. That's right. <laughs> I've been told. I've 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 talked to a couple of uh, my coworkers who are doing computer sciences and stuff. And they told me that the algorithm exists that will predict the weather, but there's no computer on the Earth strong enough to run it. Well, like they know, like, like all the atmospheric Musk data and all the 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 variables for tracking the weather. It exists, but we just can't we can't run it. We don't know how to implement it. We don't have uh, we don't have all the gigawatts of power to. To run the flux we don't have we don't have a computer with the the computing power necessary to run the algorithm that will predict. Someone the should like accurately. call Elon Musk. That's like his job, isn't it? Like figure that shit out. No, he's, his his job is to smoke pot and make a car that looks like a five year old drew it and get us to Mars. And build an underground what? subway, like build an underground like. Yeah, what's he building a thing? tunnel like from L.A. to Vegas or something? What's he doing? I don't a know. Tunnel? Isn't he doing one in Chicago too? I don't know. I think wow. so. I don't know. Like, doing a tunnel like they have on the English Channel. Yeah. Because commuters. Because oh, because it's there. Okay, I get it. Well, because he can. That part, part that, that'll. That, that, yeah, just because you can doesn't mean you should. That's right. Thank you, Jeff Goldberg. Because, because, <laughs> because we need another road that people can tax. Right. <laughs> Those of you people in Las Vegas who have lost everything in the polls, you can ride the free train home. So how was your weekend, Ivan? Well, let me see. Besides um, running emotional up and down. And uh, just uh, And, you know, as far as the snow, the snow didn't bother us up here that much. I mean, they were talking about a foot of snow. We ended up with more like slushy, maybe two inches worth of snow. Yeah, that's what we got. And, yeah, well, uh, no, I mean, really no... Killer wind. We had like fifty miles. Yeah, we had nasty. Yeah, nothing got damaged around yeah, here from that the was winds, the problem. But... Problem was yeah, well, you know, when living living here like in the blizzard. apartment, all I get is the uh, the whistling sounds when the wind goes past the windows and things. But like something out of a horror movie. But aside from that, no, no major, no major digs. No, no trash cans were were harmed in the winds being blown up in Chicagoland. And uh, yeah, it was just kind of one of those easygoing things. I. Uh, I, uh, I made I made a couple of mixtapes. I uh, wrote down in my little cards, uh, did some analoging, and um, uh, played some uh, new records that I got, you know, from eBay. And um, yeah, it was kind of cool. In fact, uh, also the other day, you know, uh, th- Thursday, I was with um, 
with John and Allison. We had visited another record store, and uh, uh, you probably saw my recent picture of the Miles Davis album that I had purchased. It was a new purchase, which ended up sharing that on Thursday night. That was that was really cool. You know, yeah, it's a good good Miles Davis album. Uh, it's called. Is there uh, a bad Miles Davis album? Actually, you know, you got Miles Davis. You know, you either got the he, where he's really in the pocket, or he's just way out in the world. I mean, that's just there really is no middle ground with Miles Davis. So it's it's kind of like when you start listening to say um, like John Coltrane. Like John Coltrane has a um, has a way of playing where you just kind of like, wow, how many more desonant notes are there? In the scale, you know, you're just like, wow, where where do these things come from? It's 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 quite the it's quite the musical pictography, but <clears throat> as far as the rest of it, yeah, no, the Miles Davis one. In fact, I got it right here, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's all these heavy hitters, you know, on the album. For those of you jazz lovers out there, uh, the album is called Blue Moods. It was uh, put out by a company that was owned by uh, Charlie Mingus, who also played bass on the session with Teddy Charles on the vibes, Elvin Jones on the drums. Of course, he's done hundreds of records. Britt Woodman was on the trombone, and then Miles was you know, planted front and center. What year was this from? Uh, it's from 1955. Huh? So this is very early, uh, Miles. I was going to say, wow, that's pretty early for Miles Davis. Yeah, so, so it's a very early Miles, and the beauty of the – the debut label, which they only released a handful of albums, was because, uh, you know, Charlie Mingus was pissed off at, you know, labels like Blue Note and everything because they're always like, yeah, we want you to be creative, but hurry up. We only got so many hours in a session. Oh, uh, yeah, that's your idea of good, but that's not our idea of good. You know, and they just got fed up and like, OK, well, we're going to we're going to run our own. We're going to rent our own studio and we're going to put out our own records and uh, all the debut albums, you know, both the 10 inch and the 12 inch albums, they're milestones. They're all great mm-hmm. because they don't have the, uh, they don't have the constraints. They don't have the, they don't have the pressures of, Oh, they got to make a hit album. They could just make an album that they really want to make a good album. And uh, the titles on this are very familiar as well. I mean, you, you know, Nature Boy, which was a big hit for uh, Nat King Cole, Alone Together, Okay, There's No You, and then Easy Living, which was a big hit for um, Billie Holiday, which is all of the songs, just four songs, but they're just these beautiful, lengthy, groovy tracks. They're just so good. So if uh, you go to YouTube out there, folks, and, you know, punch up uh, Miles Davis, uh, Blue Mood, you'll, you'll dig my wig as to what I'm saying, so. Or maybe I should find a I should find a link and actually put it on our page and have people dig it that way. Or I'll just maybe just you know dump some excerpts on there. I don't know. We'll see what what comes up. But yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. As far as um, as far as that, yeah, that was part of my weekend ritual. You know, just listening to records and creating things. You know, putting names on things because uh, I tend to get a little lack in putting down information where it should be. And then here it is years later. It's like. What was on that tape? <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm getting better at it as I get older. But so yeah, because uh, I mean, here we got a. I did one one tape. It was called "Embraceable You," which was uh, you know a bunch of bunch of soul and R and B and and jazz from thirty four to eighty five, and then my other one was all Hawaiian music called "Hawaiian Shores." 
Music. Yeah, I noticed you like to listen to Hawaiian music in the winter. <laughs> think spring, I love, think summer. Yeah, I love Hawaiian. I love Hawaiian music. I do. I do a lot, you know. And uh, you know, the fact that that you know you you find these things, especially since my TV, being the smart TV that it is, and I can play YouTube on it, I'm able to connect right directly to the TV set, right straight into my tape deck. And literally just have my choice of anything I want to record, which is really nice. So, uh, yeah, I ended up getting a bunch of songs from, like, Louis Armstrong and his Polynesians, which was really good. He did two. I got two on that tape. Uh, then, of course, Saul Hopi. He was one of the early. Uh, now, when you artists. say tape, are you talking about real or are you talking about cassettes? Cassettes. Wow. Cassette tape. You know, I mean, it, it, it's. Why don't you put it on reel-to-reel? Well, I mean, because, well, one, I don't get the reel-to-reel set up. But, you know, I, I usually, when I put it on cassette, then I, you know, because I uh, use a high grade of cassette tape when I make the, when I make the recordings, because I use the SAX-90s from Maxwell, which are kind of a two grades above the regular red label things that you find at Walgreens. These are like, you know, a better grade of, uh, better grade of tape. And it sounds really good. And uh, the mastering of it is really nice. I kind of like that. <clears throat> and so, yeah, but, yeah, well, someday I should be going back to doing the reels. I love the reels, you know. But, See, uh, to me, I laugh because it's like you're putting this stuff on cassette tape. There's a part of me where I'm laughing at that. But, well, no, but that's fine. But, but, no, but, see, you'd be surprised that here in Logan Square, uh, as, as, as it seems to be with the uh, – the records now, you know, everybody, oh, records are coming back. No, records never left. But but people have also gone back to the cassette uh, format as well. And in fact, I have several friends that they have actual cassette labels here in the city that they, they re- the releases are strictly on cassette. It's really something. They don't even put – they don't even make those for cars anymore, I don't think. No, I mean, you could get – you could get – uh, you could have a regular deck, you know, like a small deck. In fact, you know, you can go online and you can get what they call these new transfer decks, which, of course, you can put a, a fire stick in them and you can transfer your cassettes onto a fire stick and then you'd be able to put them in your computer. But, yeah, you could also use these machines, probably plug in via your auxiliary in your car and play a cassette in the car. But, uh, you know, but do they build them into cars anymore? No, not anymore. In fact, right. I, don't even, I don't even think they build CDs in the cars anymore because everything is now Wi-Fi. Everything is Bluetooth, you know, and everything yeah. else. Yeah, that's true, too. So, you know, that's not even the, – the, the physical media for much of it isn't even a thing. But, you know, uh, again, it's just, it's just what society is right now. Everybody seems to have taken a step in that direction to want to own tangible media. Whereas, you know, yeah, they love the records and, you know, I, I, I try real well, hard. But there's not... a di- hold on a second, but there's a difference between owning a record and owning a cassette. Well, no, not by much. I mean, that would have oh, been come true. On. No, wait a minute. That would have been true. Uh, maybe in the 19, maybe in the late 1960s and early seventies, when the technology for making a good cassette tape wasn't there yet, okay, and 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 cassette and cassette tapes, you know, especially pre-recorded cassette tapes, uh, were few and far between because of the fact that not only 
where they feel far between. They had the eight track player, which was the format of choice for being in an automobile that time of year. Yeah. Well, in the seventies. Yeah. So, you know, so yeah. Hey, Hey, so you you do not diss my goofy gold. I'm sorry. You heard me. I didn't hear you. You do not diss my goofy gold eight track, my friend. I don't mind goofy gold. Goofy gold is great. (laughs) <laughs> I don't have it anymore, but yeah. yeah well, look, I, I I still have some I still have some eight tracks here. I don't play yeah, them. Yeah, because you have a cart machine. You know, well, yeah, I do have a cart machine. You're right. Well, that's okay. That's an eight track. Well, it's an eight track without without the without the pulley wheel. That's another thing. But all I'm saying is, yeah, I, I um, but but that was the choice. That was the format choice back in those days. Was the uh, was the eight track? I mean, the cassette didn't kind of come into its own till. Uh, the early like 80s. In the, in the early 80s. Yeah. And then by in then... Fair, in fairness, in some ways, the, I hate to say it, the 8-track was actually easier to use than a cassette. Well, Far, yeah. But easier well, to yeah, use. Yeah, yeah, well, it's this, big, it's this big thing. You just push it in, and you've got, you know, you got... The only drawback to the 8-track, the eight though, was that if a certain selection was longer... Than what the eight track uh, was formatted for, it would you know you would hear um, "Land the Land Lies Down on Broadway." <laughs> well, click. no, but the point being, like for example, if you wanted to, if you wanted to to find another song on an eight track, that was that was doable. Whereas on a cassette, you had to do the "That's not it." That's not it. Well, went too far. Go back. Yeah, went too far. Go back. But, but that was that was yeah that going. that was that was true in the beginning of the decks for for cassette until they got the uh, the automatic the automatic signal system where it would. I don't the, know of one car that had an automatic signal system. Oh, there was quite a few cars with the automatic yeah, signal I mean, system. Come on, man. No, I, I'm true. I still, oh. have, I still have a car that has a cassette. I'm telling you, that's not in it. Oh, then your car has a cassette deck. If they did it, it's certainly not. Your car has a cassette. Your car has a cassette deck. Your car has a cassette deck. That's what I said. Yes. Yeah. What? Well, I have a 2004. What do you want? Can I make one for you? I don't know how much longer I'm going to have a 2004. You're lucky. That's a 16 year old car still running. My car. Hey, stop it. My car runs just fine. <laughs> In car years, that's like 90. <laughs> Here we go. You and my whole family. So how, many, how many miles you got on it? 100,000 miles. No, how many miles? I got over, I about like 127,000. That's not bad. I got 131,000 out of my, uh, my, my old Cavalier that I used to have. Uh, when I had my when I had my um, when I had Big Red at the very end of the line for that uh, truck, two hundred fifty three four hundred. See, that's all I'm talking about. I think I can get that far, but I don't think anybody's gonna let me. Oh, my friend Ray, his uh, his Honda went to about quarter million miles. Yeah, about two hundred fifty, two hundred sixty thousand. There you go. Yeah. You take care of it; it'll last that long. Yeah. All you have to do is just keep so up with not, the oil and the fluids. Yeah, it's not a not 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 bad for that old of a car. I thought it'd be higher. No, 
Well, and I did a lot of high, I did a lot of highway miles on it at times too. So crazy. Um, but uh, oh yeah, I did see Shape of Water over the weekend. Finally, it's been on my DVR for like two years. What? Okay. It's been on my DVR for. Welcome two to the years. Oscars, twenty sixteen. Twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was not bad. You know, not bad. Uh, Wasn't it creepy person. at all to you? A little. Yeah. A little. A little creepy. Yeah, yeah. there's some sections there where I'm like, okay. Um, yeah. Do we want to talk about the Oscar stuff today? Sure, we could, uh, we could touch upon it here for a little bit. Yeah, we could dabble in it. Yeah. I mean, the irony is... So the Oscar nominations dropped today. Right. Yeah. So I've seen at least four of them. I don't know how many you've seen. I've not seen nearly that many here. Let me pull okay. up the list. Well, didn't didn't um, didn't Joker get like eleven Oscar nods? Oh, good fucking lord! It tops okay, the Oscar list. Wanted, it was it was I, good. Did I strike a nerve? It, did it, I wasn't, a... it wasn't that good of a film to me. My nephew's seen it constantly. Oh he no, you it. don't understand. There's people to who love anybody it. who's like a movie person, they're like, oh, it's amazing. You know, I got a nomination for Best Picture. Remember that movie I told you about last 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 time? Yeah, last the week we were here. In, yeah, well, that, what, the one was in Korean that I, I sat Firefly, you, that Parasite movie. That Fair, got Firefly? nominated. A Parasite got nominated, and this week it, HBO is going to do it in English as a short as a short series in English. Why? I I'm telling you, the last. Out that for about an hour and a half, I'm bored out of my mind, and then this thing takes a left turn, and I'm like, "What the fuck am I watching?" Ooh. I mean, I, I and the best is I'm looking online at people's comments are like, "Oh, Parasite is amazing." I'm like, "What were you watching?" What were you smoking? <laughs> yeah, it I makes history like as the first uh, South Korean movie to be nominated for Best Picture. Yeah, I mean, maybe I'd feel differently if it was in English. I'll admit that one. Well, I have, I have to say, I have to say that kudos to the Oscar nod to um, to Barack Obama for best documentary. Yeah, I didn't even remember that. That I didn't realize that that happened until later. He's still rocking and rolling, the old boy. Let me tell you. Okay, yeah, so sure all right, let's go down the list here. Best picture. I only saw. Two, uh, Joker and Jojo Rabbit. I did not see Ford versus Ferrari. I wanted to see Ford versus Ferrari. That's still in the theater some places. I yeah, bet it might maybe. be coming back a little. It bit. might now that it's got the Oscar nod. It might yeah. get a resurgence in the theaters in a slow time. Uh, the Irishman. You saw the Irishman. I saw, I saw the Irishman. Yeah, Irishman. Um, uh, Little Women. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna see that. Um, no. Marriage Story with ScarJo and Adam Driver. So that's on Netflix. Yeah, and I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to maybe see that. My uh, soon. my family saw it. They liked it. They said it was good. It was just kind of wrenching it's because it's Joe with nominations in in Best Actress and Supporting. Yeah, shout out. Wow. Uh, nineteen seventeen. Uh, I want to see that. That looked cool. That does. Yeah, I, my, like, I would like to see that. My coworker saw it. He said he loved it. I saw the trailer for that when I went to go see. What did I see? 
Reminds Maybe me of it was Dunkirk. Jojo Rabbit or Jumanji, but either way, I was like, wow. Um, that looked cool. Yeah. Um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Last, that did big numbers last week, by the yeah, way. It did. Yeah, it did. Made yeah, so that's, that's good for that, too. Um, I have not seen the Tarantino film. That's on on demand, though. Yeah. So that's... By and the way, Joker on demand, too. Yeah, FYI. Joker's out. And Joker's out on DVD, too. And Parasite for Best Picture. Right. Maybe yeah, we'll Parasite maybe when you get closer to the Oscars, we'll do a round. We'll go around the table here and see whose picks is for uh, for best for who's going to win. Feeling All right. well. In fairness, like I said, there's some I haven't seen. I haven't seen, so I can't speak on those. But of the ones I've seen, I'm like, ugh, I don't know. I I'm not thrilled with any of the. Uh, well, then again, well, I, I, think, I think I think I think because of the fact that these movies, I don't know, maybe I could be wrong, but um, it got more of an artisan type standalone field in a lot of in a lot of cases. And I think they're trying to, you know, I, I think they just I don't know, do you think maybe because Joker being what it is and because it's so artisan and it's design and it's so so out there that not only are they getting the the fan of joker in on it but they're also getting like the the, the heads you know the real cinematic heads in on yes, it. yes i think exactly right. that's exactly what it's well to and and they're getting the casual yeah yeah i mean they got the, they got the too. they got the, they get the numbers in the casual attendance but then also you got the heads that are saying, yeah, I like how that angle was shot. I like yeah, the color. Say, well, yeah. yeah I like the photography and like all that. Way, yeah. I like the way I like the way it was designed, the way the Joker looks. I like the way he was made up and, and how he was presented. I mean, uh, so you know, that's that's been my I got to be honest with you. That's been my fear from the get go. My uh-huh. fear from the get go is this. Yeah. Which is. So Joker goes out, it gets, not only does it, does it get 11 nominations, they make a boatload of money. And the reason this concerns me is as a fan of DC comics and a fan and wishing for better product in terms of films and the fact that Warner's just will go any direction on a dime. Okay. Well, do you, do you, on any direction in a dime, in a minute, in a heartbeat, uh, based on whatever makes them money and is working, because they their plan was so bad. I, I just have concern that someone's going to sit there and go, "This is the direction we need to head." With well, here's here's the here's here's the standard. The bar has been established. And so let's try to make the rest of it upon this standard against this bar. Let's see if we can surpass the bar, which then it's really going to wig out a lot of things if they tend to follow that direction. Because then you're going to make things that are going to be so far removed and, unre- and in many cases unrecognizable that it almost it almost alienates many of the people for which they, that the situation was created, no? Well, and that's 
that's that that's exactly yeah yeah that's i mean as it is one of the reasons and and mike and i've talked about this before mm-hmm. one of the reasons why i have big issues with joker is fine you want to do an alternate universe alternate take on joker that's fine but but keep it your, as a separate entity well the other problem well so far it's a separate entity but where i had my problem is is that okay now you're making interpretations on a few things other than the Joker that are Batman-related, including near the end of the movie, where literally they, there's a sequence at the end of the movie that practically changes Batman's origin in some way. Do you think maybe because of that change, they're kind of hinting at maybe a Batman movie to kind of follow the 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 the, 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 the stream of what's happening with with the Joker. Do you think we're gonna have? I hope not. a Batman. I, are we gonna have a a, a Joker styled Batman? I mean, it's up for 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 fear for fear well, of a better. Well, because of the time difference between the time the event in the film happens, i.e., Martha and. Thomas Wayne getting shot at the end and the time he becomes Batman, there's too much time there for for to keep Joaquin, I think. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't. Yeah, that's well, the and, and I think comes is, and well, I, and it depends I, and, on what theory you're going with. If you're going with the theory of multiple Jokers that some people have talked about, like Grant Morrison has talked about for years, that there's been more than one person who's been the Joker which would make a lot more sense with how the well you would get because then because then you get the copycat principle happening here. Okay, you have your Joker. Maybe this. Excuse me. Can I pronounce his name? Joaquin Phillips. Maybe it's Joaquin just Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, okay, <laughs> I, I asked for a correction. Okay. Okay. And uh, and um, and yeah, Joaquin Phoenix. You know, do you think he's just doing a copycat Joker? No, this is his own. It, it's not. Oh no, it's oh, his own. I, but I'm just saying. But I'm saying. Well, it was his own. But I kind of felt like it was just a more out there version of his Johnny Cash from. No, from it wasn't any. Academy. Johnny Cash didn't laugh like that. Well, I mean, right, but I felt like there was a lot of that Johnny Cashness to it. I think like you're just seeing that, that in weird, it. Well, based, uh, uh, I'm seeing it based on what I'm looking at from walk from Joaquin Phoenix, not Joaquin Phillips. Um, <laughs> But as far as but as far as the, the okay bringing up the the, the Johnny Cash angle, uh, I, did did you read something, Mike, about Johnny Cash, like like a book or something, and that you kind of kind of discounted a lot of what was in the movie? That's correct. With, yeah, I did. I I read uh, his son's book. Right. So basically, you'll never watch Walk the Line again the same way you did when you first well, saw. Well, it. because it's not because of. Uh, Joaquin's performance. I mean, no, Joaquin Phoenix did a great job. Yeah, but it was just because <laughs> the way it was presented. Joaquin Phoenix one. also did a good job. Right. No, it's based on the historical data. Okay, based on the so, facts of, of okay, the timeline so of all based, that. Right. So if we based Joker upon what we know as Joker, okay, that we've all come accustomed with, and has really you know only separate i mean it's had its variations throughout all of its many years but hasn't strayed really far away 
from the original formula. But then you got Joaquin Phoenix, who totally just it, it, it stands alone. And is that going to be just a peak of what the future of the rest of the movies are going to be like? We hope not. I hope not. That That's the problem. No. Joker See, is... Just, let me explain this. Joker to this, to DC, to comic book films is like interstellar and gravity to sci-fi films. Mm. They're Oscar bait. Not to say that it is Oscar bait in a way. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's wonderfully shot. It's, it's done in a serious manner. No, I don't think there was a single CGI special effect in that film. End game got one nomination for visual effects. That's yeah, it. That's bullshit. BS. No, no. See, and then and it just see this just goes back to what I and, and you saw me post this on on Facebook. Biggest and, fucking film of all time. One Oscar right. nomination. Well, yeah, that's, that's that's, you know, that's so, what makes this even. That's what makes the the fact that Joker got what to makes get this thing more heinous. That's what makes it more heinous because you know it's just the same old shit from the from the you know from the from the uh, from the the award shows. It's the same old shit, you know. Well, I mean, but you know what the funny part is? We were talking last year that at one point they were talking about a best popular movie category, right? Both because of, of black to give it to Black Panther. Well, not only that, but just in general, and yeah. both of you guys said, "Oh no, no, no," and I was the one who was like. Oh, I think it needs to exist, and I think one of the reasons it needs to exist is because, because of, of what exactly this. Time out. Just look at it. It's 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 bad. You know, it's and and no. And you know what the best don't... part is? You know what the best part is? You watch. They'll have every one of those freaking people from the Avengers on stage during the Academy Awards. Yeah, so because they want ratings awards. for the award show. Right, but but yeah. Um... Well, they're, they're going to grandstand. Of course, they're going to grandstand. Right, but but. Now, in fairness, I will say this: it is the, it, there's some obviousness to it, which is you're gonna have you're gonna obviously have them because it's Disney and Disney owns the Avengers and Disney has the Academy Awards this year. So, oh, it's on ABC okay, this year. Oh, right. So, so yeah. Well, so now they got they got the whole bag of marbles. See, there it is. So we'll see a trailer so, so for Black Widow every reason. commercial break. <laughs> yeah, really. And then some. Well, but then again, why wouldn't you have? Hold a second. Considering the fact that Scarlett Joe's having a phenomenal year with with nominations, yep. why wouldn't you put Black Widow out exactly. ads every five minutes? Yep. Well, yeah, to put it in the, put to put it in the eyes of everybody. Talk about that. Think about that. Think about well, that's a promotion vehicle. It's it's become a promotional vehicle. that. Think about this. It's possible that Scarlett Joe might win one of those two nominations, and then she goes straight into Black Widow. And imagine that you can put on your ads, you know, Academy Award winner Scarlett Johansson is the Black Widow. Which just bolstered, which just bolstered the numbers for the movie, yeah. just based on that. And uh, now, Ivan, Star Wars no. got three nominations. All yeah, technical. and one of them is John Williams. Like it's yeah. the John Williams uh, music memorial. Thank you. Yeah, it'll be the Lifetime Achievement Award for John Williams. Yeah, it's Very almost much. kind of a Lifetime Achievement Award for John Williams. Yeah, yeah, he deserves it. He's done some. He's done some. No, great no nominations for music for Cats, by the way. No nominations no for nominations Cats. For I'm anything. shocked. I'm shocked by this. Not movie. even music. Not even music. Not even Taylor. Well, are you kidding? I, I've been I've been going crazy on 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 the uh, on on the shitty net and just watching all of the 
uh, the, the, the the commentaries and the criticisms and okay, I don't think I don't think uh, those guys who produced it, directed, or wrote it are going to have to show their faces ever again Just for like, a long time. Uh, I I don't I think if I'm under the impression, none of the music from Frozen Two made it either. No, there's a song oh. from Frozen Two that's up for a song of the year. Okay. The Into the Unknown. Okay. Okay, so. Not gonna be as not gonna be as big as Let It Go. No, it's, well, the songs yeah. aren't as memorable from what I've told. So yeah, yeah. I heard that. I heard that too. I heard that. I heard that. Uh, I, I would not. I heard that Frozen Two was was, that was freaking movie. Yeah, Jeff. We know Jeff's not gonna go see Frozen Two. So I'm gonna I, let it go. So I'm not yeah, gonna see Frozen. Yeah. I didn't even see Frozen One. I mean, you know. I did. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I did. Um, in terms of. I'll borrow you in the blue ray, Jeff. In terms of snubs, <laughs> in terms of snubs, Eddie, not only Eddie Murphy, but Dolomite gets totally snubbed. That's bullshit. I love that. Yeah, film. it was. It was a great movie. Yeah. What's it? I, 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 I watched it twice. It was great. And, and and the point of the matter is, for it to just get totally ignored, just goes to show you that all the bruhuaha last year about mm-hmm. you know black artists being you know. Oh, well, that doesn't exist in Hollywood. The fuck it doesn't. Oh, yeah, you know what? That, and that's the other thing, too. That's the other comment that's come out is is um, there's only one nominee who isn't white uh-huh. this Whoops. year. Whoops. Uh, well, isn't – well, uh, Parasite is South Korean, so – Right, but that's not – I don't know. That's anybody, not black. But you know what? I don't think that's the only person who got – I think one of those people got nominated. I think that's it. I don't know. I need to look at the list. Um, yeah. Nobody. Okay. So nothing for Dolomite. Adam nope. Sandler. Adam Sandler was supposedly phenomenal in Uncut Gems. Got nothing. He got snubbed. Got he got snubbed. Practically. And I have heard nothing but good things. I want to actually see that. Film. Yeah, I want to see that. Practically nothing for Bombshell except uh, Charlize Theron as as Megyn Kelly. Here's the one, and I'm curious your reaction, Mike. No best actor nomination, best supporting actor nomination for Sam Rockwell. Yeah, that was unfortunate. He was good in Jojo Rabbit. He really was. And you know what? He deserved deserved an Oscar Oscar nomination for best supporting. I agree. Um, I'm shocked. Literally shocked. He was half the movie. (laughs) <laughs> who are best supporting actor? Let me see the nominees. He's not, he's not one of them. Let me go to the uh, uh, list. I don't have the I don't have the complete list here with me. Here it is. Uh, who is up? For... But then it all it all goes back to what I've always told you, cats, about the award shows and everything. You know, and and they won't. You know, they say, oh, maybe next year I'll get it right. No, they haven't been right no, about it. They haven't gotten it right in a long time. time. Never. No, they've and never they, been. They, Right you know, about you know, we, Oscars, the Grammys, uh, all of that shit. You know, they, they, you know well, what? The Grammys, they, the Grammys get it so wrong. It's unfair. yeah. <laughs> the Grammys is abysmal. The I don't Grammys even want to. Don't so even wrong. get me started. That's that would be that would be a Jeff Stein sized tirade, uh, Green Bay style. If I start going you, on the Grammys, you watch what was what was it a couple? Of, where when was it that like? It was, they gave it to they gave like best album of the year to like the Doobie Brothers, and it was like in the nineties or the two thousands or some shit. Yeah, and like I thought, that. Yeah. Just like, and I'm just kind of pissed off that Taron Egerton didn't get a nomination yeah, for that, Rocket that, Man. That was another thing. He was oh, great in Rocket everybody's Man. Everybody's up. I thought Rocket Man. Yeah, everybody's up in arms about the fact that J Lo didn't get a nomination for Hustlers, and Hustlers didn't get nominated. 
which only goes to show you that they need to create an award show by the people voted for well, from the, the People's Choice Awards. I well, look, here's yeah, but, the thing. but the People Choice Awards, the People Choice Awards needs to have the gravity of the 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 uh, the, the Academy. You know what? You know what? You know who who had a, a decent award show for a while for movies, and then it kind of fell on its face. But what for a that? while, they had, they had a better they had a better version of the Academy Awards was MTV. Oh, the MTV, the MTV movie awards fabulous. were must watching at one point. That that was the shit. Well, that was twenty awards. years ago. I know. Yeah, yeah but you know what? The, the the Academy Awards could have learned a thing or two. From the MTV Awards, okay, that's right. just my opinion, because of the fact that they, they, I mean they were I all, mean, that, that was a baller show, I and it's more that one right on than fucking Academy. Award. I mean the best is I mean those the best is everybody's acting like everybody's there having a good time. Like I can't remember who it was. It was oh Johnny Depp. I guess Johnny Depp won for Best Actor, and, like, the chick who wrote Juno was, like, swooning over him at the same time as he walks by. Like, Seth Rogen and and, and, jo- and Jonah, Jonah Hill and all those guys were, like, giving him the, you know, like, boo, because <laughs> well, he's the pretty the... boy and they lost. Um, <laughs> what, was the one, what was the one or... award show where Ellen DeGeneres was actually serving up pizzas in the audience? Oh, that was one of the Oscars. That's the Academy yeah. Awards. That's yeah. the Academy Awards. Yeah, there's to be no host this year for the Oscars because yeah, they yeah. ruined it for Kevin Hart. Yeah, they always screwed that up. Badly. They ruined um, it. The internet ruined but, it for Kevin Hart. But yeah, like the MTV Awards had the time where like Jim Carrey showed up and he was like wearing a weird outfit. And he's going and he's acting like a homeless guy or something. Or, <laughs> yeah. But, or he him and him and him and Will Smith had that kiss on TV at one time. And I don't know. Well, was, you know the last the last time I saw the. Uh... Uh, you know, last time I saw an award show that really, really got me going was, you know, the Grammys was when Prince did his live version of Purple Rain on stage and he just tore it up, you know, followed by uh, followed by uh, Cindy Lauper and, you know, When You Were Mine in 1984, which was fucking baller. I mean, he went out there and she put that song over in her bare feet, and didn't give a fuck about nothing. And she just did it in and that's the type of stuff I remember and I there's just been there's there been, been some there good some here and there but right there's been some good there's been some good performances here or there it'll be interesting because I think Lizzo is doing the Grammys and I'm looking forward to see how that goes um yeah, I, I'm, out of morbid curiosity yeah I think I want to see that I want to just see it just for the sake of it's Lizzo Right, okay. that and Billy Elish, I think, are both doing yeah. spots on the Grammys. Um, I mean, the last time I remember anything really shocking from the Grammys was uh, what the time that Gaga wore the meat dress. Or wore the meat, like the, the meat dress, yeah. yeah. And then now, uh, didn't didn't uh, uh, shit? I never never get her name right. B J O R K. Oh, Bjork. When she came in with that really weird. Uh, Swan dress? Yeah, I don't know what yeah. award show that was, but I remember her the outfit. Yeah, yeah that might have like, been the like Oscars, a dead dude. swan. Looked like the head's all like off to one side. And shit, I'm just like, what the fuck is that? That that might have been the Oscars. That, that, <laughs> that I will be, you know, in fair. The one award show, even though I know that it's 
I know that you can't, it can't be 100% trusted, but Dick Clark's American American Music Awards, that show still, that show still well, figures okay, out how right. to do the You job. know, okay, and I've made peace I'd with I'd watch Dick the AMAs over the Grammys. Yeah, okay. I would too. I've, I've, I've made peace with Dick Clark, and yes, I do think more of the American Music Awards than I do the Grammys. I have to, I, I will say that in all honesty. And the AMA has always been consistently good, you know, against what the Grammys would be doing. Uh, Not yeah, only if that, I had they've been more forward thinking too. Like in the nineties, in the nineties, when 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 the Grammys didn't even want to acknowledge rap, Dick Clark. Yeah, they didn't want to put rap or house. Right, or they didn't want to do any of that stuff. And like Dick Clark's got like, oh, Cool J and Will yeah, Smith yeah, yeah. and rugby, yeah, no. rugby, yeah, rugby. Yeah, and and you know, uh, uh, you know, LL Cool J. I think they even had NWA. They had NWA. Yes, they did have point, NWA. Dog no. and, and Dr. Dre and yeah, no, I that's see, and 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 I have to give credit where credit is due on on the behalf of what 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 Dick Clark did with the AMA, and I think maybe why that was why he did it the way he did it was because I think he noticed the whole void. That 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 the Grammys had left. In fact, the Gra- the Grammys didn't even honor them on stage. They, right. they were they were years when yeah, it was they were way side on. category, side category mentioned in name only. Yeah, yeah. Which, now now, that, now that, it's a big deal. Now well, it's like yeah, now, yeah. You can't do that because that's just another. That's just another way to keep the man down. It's just like, really, people? Have we have we not learned our lesson yet? I you mean, know, now, now it's commonplace. Now it's commonplace that best that best album could be yeah. a rapper record album. But when like Eminem, oh my gosh, did Eminem get nomination for Marshall Mathers? I can't remember. I think he did. I think he did. But even then, it was like scandalous. Well, like, well yeah, because oh my god, he should. And I'm like. That's one of them. Eminem, you know, Eight Mile, and you know he's talking about his mother and. Well, you know, no, people, it, Marshall it, Mathers is be- Marshall Mathers is before Eight Mile, though. Marshall Mathers, in fairness, there's some stuff out there that. Oh well, yeah, but was that before? Mistake, that was but... before Slim Shady, right? No, no, Slim Shady. It's Slim Shady, then the Marshall okay. Mathers LP. Oh, okay, um, okay. Thank but you the for... Marshall Mathers LP was the Marshall Mathers LP, unless things have changed. And it's distinctly possible that someone's beat it since. But the Marshall Mathers, Marshall Mathers, the Marshall Mathers album, in its initial release, sold 2.7 or 2.8 million Hmm. when it was released. I remember. In the first week. In the first week. Like like the first week, like either first week or two weeks or something like that. Weren't they just instituting the sound scan system, uh, the, the the scan system on those by that, that point? Was at the time, that was at the time when it was like, seriously, it was like, okay, the only people who were hitting numbers like that were either the Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, or Britney All the boy Spears. bands, yeah. Yeah, all the boy, boy bands. Band. And, and, and Eminem, like, beat them all. Yeah. Yeah, that um, was 20 years ago. I know. Right. And, I know. And, and, and so it's, yeah, I mean, yeah, and, and 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 in twenty years, you would think that you know that the Grammys and the Oscars and all the rest of these, no, 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 no bashing on AMA or the Golden Globes or those that are more audience participant of well, this. The foreign yeah. press is the Golden Globes, but 
Well, yeah, but but the thing is, you know, the Golden Globes should not be considered, you know, I mean, by many, they, oh, Golden Globes, that's second tier. And I don't think it's second tier. I think it's it should be right up there with everybody else. Because well, the I, problem is they four, the, hand on the pulse of what's going on. Well, the Golden on. Globes picked, uh, what, the Missing Link film instead of Toy Story 4 oh, for Best it, Animated no Film. Idea. Like, didn't even see Missing Link. But, I mean, I kind of laugh because, like, the Golden Globes, the problem with the Golden Globes is the foreign press people is like this entity that no one understands or no one knows who the hell they are. And yet they have this power. And the only reason they've been, the only reason why that show's gotten a lot of good buzz is because, really, in reality, those guys have had the, have allowed decent, you know, solid hosting jobs. You know, they've had Ricky Gervais, they've had, um, well, they've had uh, they've Tina had Fey and, and Amy Poehler who've done great. They've had some really solid hosts, and it's done well. And that's a well, show that's, that's done well. Versus right, and the I Oscars, where everybody's like, "I'm bored out of my mind." Why am I fucking here? Yeah. When you look at the when you look at the, the Oscars. Yeah, when you look at the Oscars and they're just like, "Why am I fucking here?" And the Grammys, "Why am I fucking here?" Right. Well, we can move on from the Oscars here in a minute, but I just want to make one more point about. Uh, Netflix has the most nominations this year. Does it really? Yeah. Wow. And that's and, and that's not including Dolomite. And there's yeah. nothing for Dolomite. That's all Marriage Story and, and the uh, Irishman and the Irishman and Disney got 23 nominations. Well, they're cornering the market, boys. Well, we yeah, did that. The streaming I mean, service. We talked about that. You yeah. Know? The same like what happened with Rosa last year. That's right. The streaming services are taking away from the big studios. Yeah, I will. I will say though, in in fairness to the Irishman, it'll be interesting to see how that goes because they nominated both Pesci and Pacino for for supporting actor, and I have a feeling that the two of them are going to cancel each other out. And like somebody said, this is the interesting part: those two get nominated, nothing for De Niro for best actor. Yep, and De, and De Niro carries that whole movie. And Bale didn't get one does. for Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah, uh, which okay of the three characters that all right for, for I think we've discussed this already about the Irishman. Yeah, mm-hmm. they could have done they they, they could have done with a lot less time. Yep, within the frame of a lot more movie. And uh, personally, you know, there were times when I thought to myself, did they really have to do that particular scene or did they really have to go this route? Did they really have to play this part of the movie up there? Could they just hypercut it, you know, Michael Bay style to get to the Yeah. That would never happen. They would never. Oh, no, no, but I'm just saying. They would to the Michael Bay. Well, well, no, but I'm just saying no. That'll get you the Oscar for sure. Well, look, no, but I'm using the Michael Bay reference because everything Michael Bay did was, you know, and it was just like, and and I think, and I think the Irishman just suffers from too much, too much uh, tension and pull, and too much. By the way, the irony to that is you do that. I think I told you this after I got done watching the Irishman as the palate cleanser. We watched the new Ryan Reynolds. Michael Bay movie on Netflix right after because <laughs> we needed the palate cleanse. Mm. So it's kind of funny you mentioned Michael Bay. <laughs> needed a shot in the arm. 
I seriously do. Yeah, okay, like, so yeah. I mean, I, I mean, you know, he's been relegated to he's been relegated to uh, Michael Bay's been relegated to a type of editing propose. Well, there's certain obvious things with Michael Bay. There's a whole bunch of explosions. There's some well, hot well, shit. Well, well, everything, yeah, everything goes cars. up in smoke. Everything, everything goes up big. Yeah, you've destroyed half a city by now, and any and, and now comes the big turnaround, and there's the music and all that stuff. And to me, I kind of laugh. Everybody gets Michael Bay shit. In the meantime, no offense, you walk into a Michael, Michael Bay movie, you know what you're going to get. That's right. You, you know, know what, what you're is, getting. Well, well, yeah, because he's established that it's a formula director's pose. He's become, you know, you think of Michael Bay; it's formula directing. You already you know, know what you what's know what? coming. It's like Ed Wood. Ed Wood was his specific style. Yeah. Okay. Right. And he or, stuck or, it no matter how terrible it was. That was his style. And in fairness, in fairness, in fairness, I don't think the Michael Bay movies are nearly as bad as that. There no, are no, some of them. No, no, nothing's as bad as Ed Wood. Now, right. Now. That's, I well, mean, when you can see the strings the on the Wait, brain floating the through the air, that's pretty fucking who's, bad. Yeah. Who's the guy who did the bad Fantastic Four movie that I can't remember? Is it Harvey Corman? Um, I don't know. Harvey Corman, he's run Carol Burnett. No, not Harvey Corman. I can't remember who it is. Who did the <laughs> bad Harvey Fantastic White Four movie yeah. that never got released? That yeah, he's the one. Yeah. You'll never work in Hollywood again. Oh no! <laughs> uh, Speaking of never working in Hollywood again, I saw a very disturbing um, documentary on YouTube about Shirley Temple. But it talked about Holly Weird and Pedal Weird and everything else. But that's that's maybe for a, another. Show. Josh Trank was the director of that Fantastic Four with the the letter four taking the letter taking. A no 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 no! This is. No, no, no. This is Josh the one Gray? from the early. This is the one from way earlier, like early, like the eighty, like the bad one, the eighties one that didn't get released. That was the, the lost one. one? That went the way of cats. <laughs> you mean like oh the, no, it like didn't even one? get that. F- well, hold on. I can't Here we go. Believe. Not the ones Hold with on. Jessica Alba. I gotta Alba. find it now. Okay. Someone gave me a copy of it, and I'm like, "Why did you give me this as a gift? This is what do you hate what? me? Why you hate me that much?" Yeah. <laughs> they're like, "No, we thought you'd like that. We thought you yeah. like that one." And I'm like, "No." Um, yeah, that's I say. That's I say. Yes, I like cartoons, and you give me a hentai cartoon. Well, no. In fairness, it is one of those things where it's like it's rare. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to find. Well. Which one is so yeah, the Oscar nominations the, happened. Wait, hold on, wait. I gotta, we don't... Now I gotta find the bad right. one. No, now not, I gotta not, find the bad one. Now he's on a quest, there, Mike. He's on a quest. Let him roll. I kind of, I kind of am. Is this it? This is the. Yes, this is the one. Roger Corman. There we go. Roger Corman, not Harvey Corman. It's the Roger. Corman. <laughs> I was gonna say that'd be funny if it had Harvey Corman in it. Well, no, that's the Star Wars Christmas special. <laughs> oh my gosh, the, the Christmas special that no one. Never wants to see again. But I do. Yeah. I love that thing. For all the wrong reasons. You're, you're, I love you're that the thing. minority then because that's well, because not what it's I so want. bad it has to be watched. It's so bad it's good. Okay. I'm like, okay. I guess maybe I could I could I could, you know, so make an allowance I've for that. Joked with people. So I've joked with people because you guys you guys, we've talked before. I play Star Wars role playing games. I no one will allow me to run the Mos Eisley Cantina. And the reason they won't let me run the Mos Eisley Cantina is because at some point there's gonna be a song and dance break. 
Okay, so everybody yeah. goes flash mob style in the you, middle. Um, of- well, because B. Arthur owns it. Yeah. Well, you we do see. Well, there's an episode of The Mandalorian where he goes back to Tatooine. Mm-hmm. Where he goes to Tatooine. Yeah. And we see a couple of familiar places, but no familiar faces. Everybody's moved on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The cantina is a lot quieter. Let's just leave it at that. Well, yeah, it should be a lot quieter. After the huts, you know, the huts are no longer in, you know. Well, no anyway. job at that point, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I guess we have anything else to add on the Oscars? We can move on. Well, okay, again, we the can... only other thing is I know there's this big, huge... There, uh, I, I'm seeing it a lot of places about J-Lo didn't get nominated and this was a movie about women's empowerment and I'm like maybe I'm missing something but drugging a whole bunch of guys and then taking all their money doesn't say, seem like women's empowerment to me but no okay. that that seems like that seems like that seems more to me like oh okay this is more of the same let's go ahead and let's uh, no it's just not women not, not, not how you want to that that's not how you want to picture woman empowerment. Me too. Like by I up it over it. on men and then just taking advantage of them and doing, you know, lousy shit to them. Meanwhile, I mean, not... the Weinstein trial is starting up. Oh, we're we really going to talk about this. I don't no, know we're not. But I mean, good. in the wake of the of the Me Too movement and how J Lo got snubbed and although yeah, more women got oh, nominated now, now now because JLo got snubbed now everybody's butthurt okay here we go well, but, I'm but not in butthurt. fairness Ivan this goes back to the other narrative of the fact that okay so you got you got okay so so here's the here's the other side of the narrative which is okay so JLo didn't JLo didn't make it uh, none of the women directors were picked None of, black, none of the black artists were picked. Right. None of the 19 of the 20 artists in terms of actors slash actresses were, were anything but white. Right. I mean, you start to do the narrative and, and, and this is the yeah, and, it just, and, and what happened was last year was nothing more than a, was, was nothing more than a, an appeasal to what ended up you know, that's what it this year. It look like, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. It's. A, no, it's no, I, I mean. I mean. I'm sorry. This is going to sound really bad, guys. Don't get offended. It just sounds to me like a total whitewashing of the situation. No, and there's a lot of people who have that reaction. And, and you know what? But um, that you might not be wrong. Like somebody said, you know, like somebody said, it. and you know what? It's not wrong when they say this, which is, you know what? If that Hustlers movie was was directed by Scorsese, it would be nominated up the yin yang. Oh yeah. But if, if it was done by Scorsese, and everybody would be talking about how J Lo should be uh, had a phenomenal, solid performance, and she she's the she's the next big big. Uh, you know, they want her to be the next big thing, and all that. And you know what? They're not wrong. No, and, and and it just and again, like I said, outside of what happened last year, this year was just a total polar opposite of what. Everybody aspired for the situation to, ch- to have it change. It didn't. No nominations for Just Mercy with uh, right, right. You know, no nominations for that either. Jamie Foxx. Yes, yeah, same old song and dance, folks. Yep. No, no. Same old I, song and dance. And in the best of all, it, it's like in, in the best of all. If you really want to go through it, it's like, hey, get, guess what? We can also throw the geeks in there because you only freaking nominated Avengers Endgame for one freaking. We got Star Wars. Got three. Wow, okay. So between the two of them, you got yeah. four. Yeah. 
Yeah, but that but that was because you have the screaming geeks over here going ahead and say, Yeah. You know? Yeah, what no, about I, us? There's four there's four total there's four total nominations and one of them is for John Williams who they love. Well, so they really well, and their mentality is is that see, well, Joker got eleven nominations. There's yeah, your I geek know. card. See, that's that's where. But that's see, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, this, but, this but, is what but, but I think into. again, it goes back to what back we said. To. Getting up the conversation again. It's it's you know between the between the the fans and the artisans. You know that was that was not a that was not a movie. Yeah, for, but this, in fairness, this argument, this discussion that we've been having. That's uh-huh. why I was saying I was saying to somebody the other day. Really, in reality, this is a conversation we've been having a lot longer than more recently. It's just more obvious now. It's just more well, obvious. It, it, well, because it's because the Oscar nominations made that painfully obvious. But even like back in the, I mean, I think we joked. I've joked about this before about the, about the political cartoon where ET sitting on a pile of money and Gotti sitting there holding his Oscar. I mean, that's eighty two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's eighty-two. I mean, there's right. a lot of movies where you're sitting there that at certain years where you're like, "Why did that get picked?" Because what was it's that all about, about money. It's all about the money. It's all about the money. It's all about the It's all about the Fed presidents, man. Wait, didn't Saving Private Ryan not win Best Picture because of Shakespeare in Love or something like that? I think so. Yeah, I believe that too. This is what I'm talking about. This is like I said, you know. I mean, the money talks and the bullshit walks, and it's all being part of a group, part of a clique, part of the clique. You know, hundred people, hundred people in the room that say, "Yeah, we'll do that one." Yeah, well, we needed to be in the room where it happened. Exactly. By the the way, Hamilton finally done here in Chicago. That's too bad. Hamilton finally done in Chicago. All good things. One five hundred performances. That's pretty. Uh... That's pretty damn good. Yeah. By the way, I I'll tell you now, if that in the heights thing is any good at all, that thing will get nominated to the Yin Yang because they love what's his name. They love um, that the guy from Hamilton, that Miranda guy. They love oh, him. Miranda Lynn. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lynn, I can't remember. I, I, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Right, but they love him. And if it's any good, well, that'll be interesting because it'll be that. And then somewhere in that December period is when West Side Story comes out from Spielberg. So it could be a real big musical year in 2021. Well, okay. well we kicked it off with Cats, right? Am I right? Yeah, this is going to be a little different than Cats. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be a little different than Cats. Hey, cats, Cats. let's just say, was DOA because that's exactly what happened to it. You, do you realize how many people tried to push that thing? Well, a at, a hundred, at $100 million, I would try I would try to beat the dead horse to try there to get it to lot, move. But There were a lot of news outlets and entertainment, entertainment outlets that were trying <laughs> to basically make that thing because it was – Oh, J- Dame Judi Dench, and it's Taylor Swift. Yeah, yeah, that would have been nice. It would have been. It would have been nice if they had here. Here, here's the thing, though. Okay, uh, okay, Toy Story four. All right, here we go. Toy Story four from conception to completion is anywhere from four to seven years. Okay, Cats had a turnaround time. Of twelve months. Plus, beyond that, 
Toy Story 4 had a plot. Yeah, but see, but, but I'm trying no to tell you, okay. But, 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 <laughs> no, not this cat. No, this no, cat's no, had no cat. plot. Well, I saw cats. There is no plot in cats. All it's, it is is uh, a bunch of annoying little cats. Uh, I'm still 20% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, but I've I've seen okay I've seen the uh, the the stage adaptation of the motion picture, oh and I've God. seen and I've seen Cats live, and let me tell you something. Uh, okay, if I have to look at it from an artistic point of view, okay, both the stage and the screen adaptation of the play are worlds away from this piece of shit they call you know Cats now, and the fact that. They they tried to rush it out. The dancers only had seven months to learn the routines. Uh, they had 12 months to complete the picture. And they even ran against the clock right down to the last minute, right down with Judy Dench's hand yep. showing up on the screen with Jennifer Hudson's boogers showing up on her face. Uh, so, with, so we, were you able to see Jason Dorillo's wang? Yeah. Good. No, they edited it out. They edited that out. Okay. That they but what I'm, tra- what I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to say, <laughs> I was having fun. Uh, but the thing about it is, though, okay, yeah, had had maybe cats had more time. Uh, no. And, and, wait, and, no. And, 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 and well, let me let me finish. No. Had cats had, had cats had more time to fill itself out. Nope. And if cats did not depend so heavily on the post CGI things they had to do, and if someone took the actual designs of the movie and totally refurbished it, might have fared a better chance at what it would have done. But you know, it's it's not going to happen. Nobody's got a hundred million dollars to make another cats movie. In fact, nobody's going to make you know that movie again. You know, you know what? <laughs> that that no movie fun. has been relegated to the three dollar bin at Walmart. Forget that. There will never be a remake. There will never be a try to a remake. Oh, no. For a long time. Not after that. You know what the worst part is? Of all of of the Andrew Lloyd Webber musicals you could pick. Right. That's not the one I would pick. No. No. There are a lot of other ones. Andrew Lloyd Webber made so many Why not Phantom? Why not Phantom? Well, Phantoms already had two presentations already. Yeah, but it's been like a bigger version than, than what we've gotten. Oh, in... I mean, I mean, you know, Pirates of Penzance—that's been done several times. Or um, you know, Starlight Express would be would lend Starlight itself Express to a movie. would have been fucking baller. Or <laughs> let's go, let's okay, let's go, let's pull the black card. Why hasn't anybody redone? Let's uh, ain't misbehaving. I have no a fat smaller musical. Why hasn't anybody done that? Because. Most people be like, "What? Who was that?" Yeah, that's Which, that. That's still know, a little too obscure, I'm, Ivan. No, no, not necessarily true. I mean, you know, Fats Waller, in many ways, is still a relevant force in in, in American music. Not the in only, the popular culture. Well, okay, for yeah, for those no, who don't, maybe needs so, some, maybe we need something to bring that to the forefront. We need a that's movie or something, exact, like a big budget origin right. film. Right. Uh-huh. See, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, either you make it. Don't worry. If we bring one, Ivan will hate it because it won't be historically accurate. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. But, but, but I could do that. You're right. But <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I could do that. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm,
Cadillac <laughs> Records 2, the Fats Waller story. Yeah. Oh, seriously. fuck that. I ain't doing that shit. <laughs> See? <laughs> but give me a good Fats Waller story. I'm all about it, man. I mean, I'll even, I'll even I leave my ego. I don't know. That Miles Davis movie was my ego trash. But give me one. Hey, okay. see movies before we get out of here. Because I know we're running. Yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're getting close we're to the end of the clock here, so. Um, anybody else catch the Morbius trailer? No. 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 Is it a te- oh, is it like a teaser or a trailer? No, full trailer came Full out. trailer? All right. Full trailer. Uh, I'm going to check it out. I'll be honest with you. It's posted to the Squares page. I saw it, and I'm like, it oh, is, okay, I'll see is, it later. And uh, you know what? Color count me as interested, and I wasn't, and you know that. I wasn't interested in a Morbius movie. I did not see how that was going to work. I got to be honest. I'm in. I'm in. I'm okay. interested. That, you know what? They did a Jeff much is better in? job with this movie amazing. Than, okay. than Venom uh, ever did. And here's the other interesting part. Two interesting parts in the trailer. One, at one point where Morbius is walking by, on the wall, there on the wall there's graffiti of a picture of Spider-Man, and over it it says murderer. Ooh. Which would go back to Far From Home, in which everybody thinks he killed Mysterio. Ooh, there's a plot twist for you. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right. He might be labeled a criminal now because J. Jonah Jameson outed right. him. Right, Yeah. But J. Jonah so, Jameson, so the life of Spider-Man, has part. always had a love-hate relationship right, with Spider-Man. Right, but, but here's the thing. That's MCU Disney Marvel. Yeah, And Not here Sony. it is in Sony. Yeah. With their Spider-Man, with, with, with Morbius. Here's the other interesting part. Later in the trailer, and I did not catch it, Michael Keaton is in the trailer. But nobody's sure who he's supposed to be, and people think he's Adrian Toomes, a.k.a. the Vulture. Yeah. And he's well, later makes on sense. He's still in, he's in prison. It, right. Wow. Well, and like I said, so maybe... Could be good. Sony getting some of that MCU stuff. Right. You know, Could there's... Be good. As a matter of fact, I put something up on the Squares page about some theories and ideas about what they might be trying to do. And, and the only thing I would say is this: if I was if I was Sony, and I'm gonna just to be honest with you, if I'm Sony, and I'm gonna do a Sinister Six movie, I to me, I'm kind of like. I almost would consider doing it as a trilogy. If you think about it, you could do Sinister Six as a trilogy. You could start out, and then the middle movie is where, you know, maybe near the end or middle movie is where Spider-Man confronts them but loses. And then if you work out your deal with with Disney, maybe in the third movie – like it's Spider-Man and the Avengers against the Sinister Six. Yeah. And you make a whole mm. shitload of money. Mm. But I don't think they're thinking that. I don't think they're thinking three movies big. I think they're looking at one movie where it's him against the Sinister Six by himself. But in fairness, in a lot of comics, Spider-Man well, that, needs help to beat the Sinister Six. Yeah. Well, okay, I, but I, then what makes you think that they're not going to go ahead 
and do the one movie, and then all of a sudden, <gasps> there is a second movie. Well, that's, well, that's that, all, that a possibility. It all hinges on the success of the first one, obviously. Right, well, right. Same. Okay, so there you go. Well, it depends if they're going to add it. Well, the question is, is Meanwhile, can they do a cliffhanger? Marvel's doing the Eternals and another Thor and another Doctor Strange. Oh, and that's the they, other thing. Didn't they, lose a, didn't they just lose the Doctor Strange director? Yes, the director just stepped out. Yeah, yeah so correct. for Doctor Strange too. But in fairness, the Ant Man director changed like what three times, and it yeah, worked, worked out. So yeah, I mean, so okay, yeah, I'll check out the Morbius trailer. It's on the Squares the Table Facebook page for those who it are, is. Yes, but yeah, like I said, I thought it was. I like I said, I I wasn't. My reaction when they decided that they were going to go this direction was no thanks. And I watched the trailer today, and I was like, okay. I'm in. Okay. I'll watch this. This looks interesting. You got me. I I think I think congratulations. I really have never been a fan of the Michael Morbius character. I will come watch this. Yeah. Because it I ties mean, into Spider Man, which is an iconic, you know, one of the most iconic comic book characters. The only thing that kind of makes me is strange to me is see, maybe it's because I remember seeing in the cartoons. Like in the 90s, like when you had Morbius, usually Blade was around and they don't have rights to Blade. They don't have Sony doesn't have rights to Blade. Marvel does. Marvel has rights to Blade. But Sony did Marvel get that in the acquisition of Fox? Did Blade or they They always had had it before that? Okay, they always had Blade. Okay, no, no, they got it a few years ago. I can't remember who Um, the guy who was in Green Book who made who was like. The guy who's been like best best actor, best supporting actor, like a couple years in a row in the Academy Awards. The guy who was in Green Book last year. That guy basically came out and said to Marvel, "It's like, yeah, I want to play Blade," and they're like, "Okay." Yeah, the Green Book was on uh, about what's what one or two weeks ago. I watched it. Man, that's still a good movie, man. Yeah, that guy. That guy's supposed to be Blade. I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah. No. Well, Marvel was too. Like I said, they, he approached them. He's like, I'd like to play Blade. And they were like, we'd like you to play Blade. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so okay. yeah, the other... And then I think we talked about it, that Christian Bale, I guess, is doing the new, the fourth Thor movie. He'll be in Thor, but we don't know who's going to be yet, so. I still want him to be Batman. I know that's not mm-hmm. happening. I know that's not happening, but I still no. think it'd be funny. <laughs> you should have gone for the head. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so Ivan, what are you doing uh, this week? Where are you DJing at this week? Well, I'll be at um at the time this um uh, this uh Squares post, I'll be at um Logan Arcade uh doing the uh 45 satchel from 9 p.m. to 2 a.m. Uh then I will be um back over at the um Logan Arcade on the Sunday to do Sweet Soulful Sunday. And the newly remodeled Coles is uh where I'm going to be on Monday from nine PM to two AM. Well they have sweaters. Newly remodeled? Huh? Totally remodeled. Yeah, they uh they redid all the floors, they fixed everything up really nice, it looks great. What floors so, are the sporting um, goods? It's not C O L E S. We know it's. Uh... So anyway, yeah, and uh, yeah. So just those are those are the three that come up 
at the very top of the situation. Uh, I'm always at Mathers on Friday. And uh, we got new hours at Mathers for those of you who attend. Uh, I'm on from 12 till 3 now, not till 3.30, because now they're opening the cafe a half hour earlier, and they're closing it a half hour earlier now. Right. So, yeah, so I've, I lost a half an hour of the Friday shift, but that's okay. I mean, you know, we're also meeting in the back room. Oh. We are not going to be in the main. Uh, we're not going to be in the main cafeteria anymore. We're going to have our own room. Where we're going to do our own groovy thing. So if you want to join us, you come and check us out there. Knock on the back so, door. Knock on the back door. Use the special secret knock. Yes. Yeah, uh, What's the special secret password? Weep, ground and weep, mini bond. Yeah, here you go. Jeff, what are you doing this week? <laughs> what am I doing this week? Uh, I I really don't have much. The only thing I've got is um, I probably am going to have Midwest Speaking Professionals on Sunday. Um, I don't know. I, 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 you know, maybe I'll try to catch a movie or something this week. I have no idea. Um, obviously, uh, crisis is tomorrow. Yep, crisis. So, we'll talk about that next week. Yeah, we'll talk about that next week, and and I'll catch up on oh, that. Where's, um, where's cri- is crisis a movie or a show? It's a mini series uh, on CW. Uh, yeah. oh, I can see um, that. I did. You know, manifest came back to to NBC, and maybe we'll talk. Maybe I'll talk a little bit about that okay. next week. Next week, um, I'll talk about I'll finally finish season two of Titans. Mm. I really need to get her. I really need to get around to watching that show. Well, I'm going to finish Titans before uh, Picard uh, premieres later this month. Yeah, the Hollywood mean, premiere is tonight, actually, and I'm not invited. I guess I'm not uh, a true Star Trek fan. You know, the real reason you're not invited is because we didn't like try to put in a press re- press thing. <laughs> We should try. We should try for some of those. Yeah. Stranger things have happened. Yes. Strange um, things are happening. All right, Mike, any, any thoughts on uh, fo- for sure-to-go-wrong predictions for football on Sunday? Please, Packers, don't win. Yeah, I don't think they're going to win. I really don't. Um, Against the, the 49ers? Niners or or Niners? Okay, I'm going to play Devil's Abdicate. I think I think the Packers are going to win by seven. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for having us, Ivan. Uh, we'll see you back. Uh, never. <laughs> <laughs> and then the um, the other game is go um, pack go yeah man the the upstart Tennessee Titans <laughs> who are who were the I believe they were the sixth seed overall and they're facing they're facing uh, Kansas City Chiefs. At Arrowhead, I'll be curious what the weather's like. I think that'll be a factor. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, boy, it, it's hard to pick against the Chiefs, but there's something about the Titans that I've enjoyed watching. And there, if if the weather's bad, Derrick Henry is one of the better running backs in the league, and that guy can just—I mean, that guy can run for has been averaging somewhere in the neighborhood of 150 yards a, a game. Okay. And if they just basically follow him, I don't know. I mean, so, if they can slow down the game. I'm so as I'm I say, Tennessee I, 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 I and think, think, and uh, San Francisco. 
49ers and Titans. Are those I your think, picks? You know what? I'll go out on a limb. I'll go 49ers and Titans, although I have a feeling it's going to be 49ers and Chiefs. Okay. Um, it would be, I will admit, Chiefs versus Packers is a rematch of the first ever Super Bowl. Mm hmm. What so year is this I'm Super sure Bowl? there's some this people pulling for that. 60, 56 is this year, is the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 56. Right, but. It would, in fairness, it'd be kind of interesting if you, if you, if if they if they had a rematch. Although I'll tell you right now, I'm going for the Chiefs at that point. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. God, could you imagine if we have to listen all freaking year to the Packer people? God. <laughs> Packer people. Oh, Packer I people. I don't think I could do it. No. I don't think I could do it. I see somebody was giving you uh, some shit on Facebook today about oh, yeah. well, uh, a screenshot. Because I, po- I posted the thing. I posted a couple <laughs> of things. Well, one of them was was the pack the Packers' favorite new slogan, which is "Go Reps Go." Ref, go Reps Go, yes. Go Rep Go. Go Reps Go. <laughs> and then I didn't see the game, but I posted this thing about. It. I saw like a billion people posting about that supposedly. Seattle should have gotten a first down when they didn't but, or something late. But in the we game. know the Are you graphic talking about the one with all the pictures that everybody's trying to make the comparison. But we know that the graphic the of the line enough. on the field is not yeah. the official one. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> That's oh, funny. Okay. Yeah, so I posted that thing and people got annoyed. Yeah. Some people are getting in your face, man. Well, they're Packer fans. Of yeah. course they're getting annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> they're Packer fans. They don't have indoor plumbing. What do you expect from them? We and hey, we shout out. We we appreciate every Green Bay Packer fan who listened to this podcast. All, all, all two negative of you. five of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping for a positive number, but okay. <laughs> go eat your cheese curds and enjoy. I don't know. <laughs> Wash them down with all that near beer. Oh, that see now that'll lose us with all of our five negative five listeners. Okay, that'll totally. Work. All right, Mike. What do how do how do they get them? How do they send us bad? How do they get us here? Things? For all our loving Green Bay Packer fans, if you want to contact us, we're on Instagram and Twitter at SOTRT Podcast. We're on YouTube. Click the bell, subscribe. You know, new content drops. And of course, we're on Facebook. That's where we feel all, all the crazy, funny stories. Shout out to Scott. Scott! <laughs> I figured I'd let you do it for once. Scott! Scott! We're, uh, we're on Spotify, we're on Anchor, we're on Google, and the Apple Podcast apps. Please leave us a review if you appreciate it. We like our, if you like our show, we'd really like it if you did let us know that you like our show. Helps us out. And of course, email us at sotrtpodcast at gmail.com. Yay.com. Thanks for joining us here at the Squares of the Roundtable podcast. We'll catch up with you next time. Uh, hope you'll join us on the News of the Squared. And uh, we'll uh, catch up with you next time out, folks. Till then, I'm Jiren Ivan. I'm Jeff Stein. I'm Christian Bale. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> Goodbye. Hooray for Hollywood. Hey, Bally Hollywood, Hollywood. I don't even know what the fuck it was. All right, it's time to go. <laughs>